Welcome back to All About Apprenticeships, brought to you by Checkertrade.com. I'm Georgie Frost, and this is the podcast that brings you everything you could possibly ever need to know about apprenticeships, from the apprenticeship levy to skills gaps, the green agenda, and what businesses need to know before taking on an apprentice. The sector is pretty resilient, pretty stable, uh, and certainly from our perspective as an inspectorate, uh, is generally pretty good. You've got to have the learner at the heart of everything you do. Compared to other uh, educational establishments, apprenticeships is hard. It, it's a challenging world. A few employers were saying, well, I've got a levy to spend, how can I spend it? Um, which is kind of the wrong question. Um, what you should be saying is, how can I use my apprenticeship levy to fill the skills gaps that I've got? Lots of messages I get on social media. Um, people you know, they want to know what you did, how you did it, can, can you make a good living, and you can, but you just got to put a lot extra in and work really hard in the yeah. background. I, I get a lot of messages from older, older, mainly women, because women tend to message women, don't they? They, they want they want a real life experience um, to see how if it's, that's going to work out for them. Now, coming up in this episode, careers in professional sport are short. So how can apprenticeships prepare athletes for life after sport? My guests today, delighted to say, are Liam Hurt, who played professional cricket for Lancashire and Derbyshire, but is now pursuing a career in plumbing. Ty Raymond, who's in his first year as a professional rugby player at Sale Sharks. Alongside his rugby, he's doing a business management apprenticeship. And Andrew Gibson, the assistant academy manager at Sale Sharks. Ty, let's start with you because you are at the beginning of your career. Um, tell me, what does your apprenticeship involve? And well, why did you, why are you doing it? How does it work? Yeah, so I kind of, I always kind of knew growing up that maybe I wasn't as strong educationally. So didn't really want to kind of go down the uni route. And then with a sale, they offered an apprenticeship in business management, which I knew that I wanted to go into anyway. And um, so it just kind of requires me now going in once a week, twice a week. To um, just help out with the commercial side and also get a better understanding of sale, the club that I play at, which I think really benefits me. And yeah, it's just good to help out. So that's kind of involves helping with like contract with sponsors, um, kind of doing a bit of admin tasks, kind of doing a bit of stock as well. And then, um, yeah, just helping out. Why business? Is that where you want to go specifically? Sport business? Uh, yeah, I kind of, I had an injury quite a while ago and I was studying business at college and it kind of, it made me think, I don't think I could have a job that doesn't involve some sort of sport. So I think kind of sports business is where I was wanting to go. And then I didn't really kind of like the idea of going to uni. I didn't, didn't really think it'd suit me. And then heard about the degree apprenticeship, which Sale offered in it. Yeah, just fit me perfectly. Is it something that you guys talk about? I mean, I said sport, a career is quite short. I imagine it, with something like rugby, when there's so, such a high propensity for quite yeah. serious, let's say, injuries. Uh, is that something you guys talk about at the start of your career at your age? Um, what am I going to do after? Yeah, I, when I'm old? I definitely say it's not kind of focused on, but it's always it's always there as kind of a backup. Kind of everyone who plays rugby mm. kind of knows it's not a career that you can do forever but kind of putting yourself in a good place for after rugby or if kind of the worst does happen um you're supported and you've got something else to fall back on i'm going to bring andrew in now andrew gibson assistant academy manager at sales sharks um i guess you must know from the ground you know how short rugby careers can be and how important it is for 
young lads and, and women to to have an idea of what they're going to do next afterwards. Yeah, and I think I think f- from a club perspective, it's it's probably not just the the, the after is a big driver because um, almost any sport, no one retires, um, and 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 uh, there's usually a drop in salary and what have you when you come out the back of it at any sport at any point. So there's a, there's a longevity element to players, but there's also very much from from our point of view, there's the here and now, and then there's the sort of well-being side. So the here and now being is sports a bubble. Um, ties very much at the beginning. Um, Liam might be able to explain a bit more with regard to cricket, but cricket you travel all over the place and you're in that perpetual bubble all the time. So having active interests that sit outside mm. um, is potentially really beneficial for you as as a player whilst in the bubble, um, whether that's perspective. Um, meeting new people, um, switching off, whatever that might might be, um, and then I suppose that there's a practicality of having a job at the end of your career, but also your identity. Um, and I'm probably going to draw on a little parallels from the sort of um, um, military almost when you when you step out of that bubble and, and, and the issues that we see, not necessarily across everybody, um, but but certainly extreme ends of that uh, potential identity loss when you when 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 you, when you finish and if you've actually got strong foundation um, of other interests um, you put yourself potentially in a better place financially but also um, mm. uh, personally yeah absolutely well we did get more into uh, what's going on at sale sharks but ty why do you personally think it's important to do an apprenticeship at this stage of your career and how are you managing it are you able to give it the kind of because it's not going to be your priority, is it? Let's be honest. Um, no, it's not my main priority at the moment. But <laughs> I also, I also know my family. Uh, my family would say a lot to me to kind of to have that backup kind of because rugby doesn't last forever. But um, mm. yeah, I'd say I've been, I'm enjoying it quite a lot at the moment. I've I've got my induction to uni next week, so that's when my course is like officially starts. But um, I come in every Wednesday, which is like my day off, and just kind of get to grips with the finance and um, obviously being from Leeds as well, being from Leeds where it kind of helps with getting Northern clubs, um, kind of the Northern Rugby Matters, um, that's quite a big brand within sales. So getting clubs from my way, Leeds way that I know to get to games or kind of get emails of people that I know, helping the commercial team out. How are you fitting in your studies? Uh, I haven't started yet. They start next week. So I'm carrying it. Okay, how are you going to fit in your studies? Um, <laughs> how are you going to fit in your studies? There's, there's plenty of time for me to kind of, there's plenty of time on a mm-hmm. Wednesday to catch up. And I know that I can, if I'm ever fallen behind, I can speak to speak to Jibbo and get the help that I need. But um, just time management, I guess. So let's bring in Liam Hurt, played professional cricket for Lancashire and Derbyshire, now pursuing a new career in plumbing at the very different end or the opposite end of Ty. Liam, tell us about your journey. Thank you so much for joining us and how you ended up working as a plumber. Um, so I went straight out of school, uh, did an apprenticeship. Um, there was someone in the family who was a was a plumbing and heating engineer. Um, so it was kind of like I, I didn't want to go to college, I didn't want to go to uni and kind of sit in a classroom, I suppose. So it was, I, I knew I had a job there, so it was um, quite easy, really, yeah. So at 16, I was one day a week in college and, and then the rest of the days on, on site or on, on the tools, yeah. Why plumbing? What made you first decide to do um, that? It was literally like someone in the family, yeah. It was, it was uh, that was it, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I, I think... Family trend. Th- yeah, I think I'd have always 
gone for a trade to be honest with you like just because mm-hmm. it's something I'd want to get into and I've always thought about um getting into property property so but on the end of like doing properties up uh so it was quite an easy choice really it was always going to be a trade yeah so was it at the time when you chose it you didn't think that you'd be a professional cricketer or you did and you thought you'd make a great career out of it but you know how 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 did you balance that up and why did you return to a career in plumbing after being a professional cricketer yeah so it's a bit weird like uh, when I was probably 15, 16, and I was playing age group stuff, cricket uh, for Lancashire, it was, it was never really a thought of, I can do this as a job. I knew I, obviously, I knew I was quite good at cricket, I suppose, just from <laughs> playing against other people. Like, you, you kind of think, well, I'm better than that or whatever, yeah. So, but I never really <laughs> thought there was careers in it. It was, I was, and I was probably, probably just a bit naive, I suppose. But I think when I got mm. to, well, I did my apprenticeship and then I started playing more, when I was 18 for Lancashire and getting kind of like into the reserve team um, and training with the first team. And I was like, realised these lads are doing it full time and they're, they're getting paid all year round kind of thing. This is like, this is their job. So it was probably about, about 18, 19 when I thought that this is what I want to do. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So after it was over, it was just a, a natural thing that that's it. I'm just going to return to plumbing. Is it? Um yeah, so I, I only got released last year. Um, at first, I was I was hoping something had come up another club. Um, I mean, there's still there is still time where something could come up, but mm-hmm. I think I've always done a bit of plumbing and that kind of thing during the winters and stuff. And especially like you you're in a change room with a lot of lads, twenty five lads there, so everyone always needs a plumber. So I've always done bits in the winter as well. I was going to say, I mean, imagine the skills that you need have developed somewhat the tools that you need to use have probably moved on a bit so you've kept yourself your hand in as it were yeah like I said obviously the lads are always they're always saying oh I need, I need, <laughs> I need a new bathroom or I need some radiators sorting out like you're, you're you can do it so it was kind of like oh we've got a week nice. off do you fancy do you fancy coming around kind of thing yeah a, a recent checker trade survey of 16 to 25 year olds showed that Often young people, you do hear this, think that the people in trades um, careers earn, well, a lot less than the average wage in the UK. But that's that's just simply not the case. Were you surprised? I guess not, because you've been involved in this trade for such a um, long time. Yeah. And I think just having fam- like family who are in the trade as well, I've always known there's a lot of money to be made. Yeah. Um, I think just... Yeah, it's there's well, you can earn as much as you want if you put the work in. Really, it's yeah. It's, um, I'd say it's quite a good wage, yeah, as long as you're putting the work in. Indeed, uh, Check Trade also is actively encouraging more young people into trades career. They've got this get in program. What advice would you give to a young person who's considering a career in the trades industry? Um, I think well, you, you, I suppose you've just got to go for it. You, you need to understand, obviously, it's going to be hard work and there's going to be a lot of time where you've, you've got to put the time in, the, the hours in to, to, I suppose, make the money. But you're going to pick up more skills and eventually get to the point where you're doing a lot of things, that you, not even in your trade. So I've picked up skills where from joiners, electricians, and I know I can do stuff now that's nothing to do with plumbing just from being around them, I suppose. So mm. you're going to pick up a lot more and, yeah, the money's cut, so... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious about the skills. I mean, as a former professional cricketer, you're used to being active, 
what other skills from your cricketing career translate to a career as a plumber? I think just being able to build trust with, um, I suppose you got you. I'm in someone's house pretty much every day, someone different, and mm -hmm. you come across a lot of people in cricket or, well, in any sport, um, new people, and you, I suppose, sometimes you've got to gain the trust, and I think that's helped a lot. Um, talking to new customers, and yeah, just building them relationships, which is quite similar to what you do in sport as well, because you come across a lot of different people. Right, Andrew, I'm going to bring you back in, assistant academy manager at Sales Sharks. So, um, why does the club? And actually, rugby clubs are really good at this. They always have been. But uh, putting young players through apprenticeships, getting them prepared for life after rugby. I, th I mean, I think there's probably been um, a greater need in, in our sport compared to... I mean, we. I think everyone always pulls parallels with football, but it's a very different a very different world, just, just from a fiscal, financial point of view. Um, plain to see there's no... Um, and I think also the, the traditional demographic has always been relatively well educated, for the most part, broadly in rugby union. Um, so I think there's also been a um, uh, a push to either a lot of the lads that we brought in have wanted to go to um, do university um, uh, and explore other options whilst whilst pursuing their career. I mean, it, it's actually probably not that long ago that lads would were doing both, I suppose. Um, when it turned professional, um, is actually not as long probably as uh, than, than, than people think. So um, I think there's probably historic elements to that. But then when you, when you sort of look at the push from the, R, the RPA, the push from the RFU, certainly into the academy's system of trying to ensure that um, lads are adequately um, supported and developed. And then if you look at the sort of uh, breadth of research that's um, uh, been done, it would I think that your highest performing players, as a general rule of thumb, tend to also have um, more than one string to the bow. Um, so there's a there's a sort of like from a club point of view, there's definitely a benefit to the here and now and player performance. Um, the challenges come around what Ty says is, is scheduling and timetabling, but but that's always in any business is uh, the logistics uh, are always going to be um, something that needs to be. Um, worked out and, uh, and and then I mean a lot of the um, I suppose providers that we've worked with um, have been um, actively supportive of sport and therefore happy to be flexible and, uh, and mobile and not and probably our demographic is now probably changing away from the traditional demographic as well in the sense of we're getting a broader spectrum of kids with uh, um, uh, different needs and, and, and different motivators um, and, and as such, um, you know, the, I suppose the challenge, but also the, the great thing that the club are trying to do um, uh, is how do we provide different different avenues and apprenticeships is one of those avenues. That... I was say, what do you mean by that? Do you mean traditionally rugby has a, sort of a, should we say, private school educated background and therefore they would probably want to go into university and actually now with a broader scope? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think um, if you look at the traditional uh, talent pools, I mean, invariably... Um, with the private school education, it's not probably as simple as um, you, your parents are wealthy and you go to private schools because the, the private schools have also funneled um, uh, uh, people from varying backgrounds in. But, but there's an expectation, certainly, um, from from our demographic, um, the majority of our demographic, that if they weren't here, they would be at uni. Um, so um, how do we keep that alive? But 
but that's not the only thing. Um, and 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 it's a big decision, I think, for 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 young lads anyway coming in. Like, what what do you want to do next? Their 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 um, motivations are for the most part purely on rugby. So it's trying to ensure that we're we're doing things that enthuse them and excite them. Um, there's certain things that we have to cover. It, due diligence, for want of a better way that that we want to put around their sort of personal development, but also if we can motivate them into um, uh, different different avenues, such as apprenticeships, um, that, that give tick all those boxes of distance, um, identity, uh, uh, and uh, long term, let's call it safety and stability, then 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 I think we're we're doing a we're doing great by the lads. But actually, there is a re- there's definitely a return. Um, I think for the club, um, with, with whether, whether that be um, something that's probably you can't measure, but but if lads are leaving for whatever reason, maybe they just don't make it, um, not good enough, and they leave our, our 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 environment, but they've had a great time and they feel well supported. Um, that can only be a good thing for for the for the for the club, because um, um, that spread around our community, and, yeah. and that's probably what what we'd want. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, it's it, it's it's fantastic for for the end of of their career, and hopefully, it'll be long careers that that, that they all have. But I imagine as well that there is a there's a benefit now both to you know their personal growth and therefore the club. I mean, is that something you're noticing? Uh, um, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, one of the one of the things on our sort of side notes away from apprenticeships specifically is is trying to run more insights. So this speak to people as I alluded to um, when I sort of spoke around uh, Liam but getting those perspective and seeing different people and getting out of the bubble because um, if, if you're if you're a young lad sat in here we integrate really well with the first team which is uh, fantastic but um, perspective can be skewed around like oh I'm, I'm here and the person next to me is like, got a fancy car and got this and got that and what have you and and, and Maybe, maybe because it's the first time they've stepped out of um, it's the right term. Um, their, their vantage point is only at what's in front of them and, and what they want from that. But it, it, it doesn't necessarily, they, they don't see their mate, mates, for argument's sake. You might be at uni, you, you work in a coffee shop. And <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? So, that, so, so giving them, keeping them hungry, I've probably, I've probably gone a long way around. You will notice I waffle a bit. But <laughs> um, yeah, keep it helps keep them hungry, I think, if, if they've got. Um, other things going on in our lives, basically. How does it practically work? Sort of the partnerships that with the providers. Uh, do you get really kind of involved in that, or it, 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 it's probably a case by case mm-hmm. um, with regards to? So um, obviously, from a practical point of view, um, we need to make sure there is a, a skills gap, and that the club are supporting that. So. With Ty um, and his his contracts written differently from all the other lads, um, so we know there's some transferable skills that that the uh, business management course aligns with from just being an academy player, um, senior academy um, squad, and then there's other bits that actually you you need to be deployed in in, in a business somewhere, um, uh, and and with him being deployed in the commercial side for a set amount of time, um, mm-hmm. with set roles and responsibilities. Um, uh, people to report to and, and, and report down uh, down to eventually uh, will be part of his uh, development and, and projects to lead. Um, we're quite involved um, with um, 
there's been we've we've run other courses in the past that we we used to run a PT course with the levy, um, but we essentially we couldn't provide the practical outlay to basically justify it as a an apprenticeship essentially, um, and we weren't that involved outside of that they came in to deliver and the lads completed the the, the work at the time. So there's more work to be done to um, from our perspective to broaden the base of what we can provide. Um, um, to the lads um, but as you imagine a, a sports business has got so many different facets um, to it we, we there's, there's opportunity um, in house to support a whole sort of plethora of um, different um, apprenticeships um, it's just finding the ways and means I suppose is, is, is the is the reality um, uh, of what we're trying to achieve to, to accommodate the, the, the breadth um, of of lads and lads aspirations what percentage of lads do apprenticeships what are doing university courses what are doing anything um so at the moment i think it's probably maybe five percent uh, that are internally currently on uh, apprenticeships and that's probably it would be more mm. um if we can um streamline how we're going to su- su- support those i suppose is uh, is 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 the reality um we've probably got about um i'm hazard a guess here because not done any, yeah <laughs> no sorry in my head, but maybe like 50 percent are, are on some form of mm. um degree um uh program i suppose what i'd envisage um they'll there will be that 50 40 percent will stay on the degree program traditional degree program we'd probably um, if we get it right, we we can probably expand the apprenticeships to probably something similar, and then there'll be a group who sit in the middle, who, for whatever reason, we need to find a different path for them mm. um, personally and, and educationally. Um, but but I, I see it very much leveling out. Um, not just it's not even to be fair. It's not even just the backgrounds the lads come from. It's it's actually when you dig dig down into what they enjoy doing and actually truly find what they because because they're on the. The kids are on the educational conveyor belt, aren't they? Mm. Uh, and for the most part, they, they they follow the routine of of what their friends are doing, and 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 essentially, for some of them, they might even be putting off doing stuff because they they're, they expect to go and do a BTEC or A level or or what have you, because that's the traditional route way in the UK. Um, whereas someone like like Liam was on before, um, going from sixteen straight into an apprenticeship, um, I, I, I'd envisage that. Um, being being a greater part of our program uh, moving forward, but I wouldn't I wouldn't want to hazard a guess at how quickly uh, or slowly that would uh, would go. But I'd, I'd assume that would be um, yes, that, that's an area that's that's going to grow. And I was going to say. So the point being, you're at the start of your journey. You're not at the the completion here. This is going to be something that you're oh, going to no. build on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure we ever will ever will ever get. <laughs> <laughs> get there it, i suppose would be would be my my thoughts but it, it's definitely something we're, we're kind of excited to see what we can what we can do so the rewards um for us as a club and, and for the for our players i think and for the community i imagine andrew yeah yeah i mean it's we ty alluded to it was really nice he's he's, he's already i mean he's, he's been in for pre-season with us and he's already starting to allude to some of the commercial strategies mm. around Northern Rugby Matters and, yeah. uh, and, and, what, and what have you and, and that community. But actually, like we, we, 
it sounds a bit local, but we want to we want people to 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 be proud and 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 engage with people of the northwest, and 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 that's that probably starts with our players, and they filter into our playing and coaching uh, demographic, and then and then that will filter wider into businesses. You'd hope um, certainly if they if they stay um, in and around um, the northwest, um, or even the north. To be fair, like Ty, mm. whenever. Um, he comes to his end with us. If he moves back um, across to Yorkshire, then 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 that's that can only be benefit for having um, what is a bit of great rugby county, Yorkshire. People in Yorkshire talking about sale and and and, and uh, seeing the benefits of, of of what what our program uh, gives gives the lads and and hopefully gives back into the communities that the the um, lads play in. Indeed. Fantastic. Andrew, thank you so much for your time. Thank you also to to Liam and Ty, and of course to you for listening to this episode of All About Apprenticeships. If you want to get in touch or have your say on anything that we've been talking about today, you can find more on Czech Trade's new Apprenticeship and Skills channel, aboutapprenticeships.com. And if you're engaging on social, just use the hashtag All About Apprenticeships. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please do leave a rating and hit subscribe. It helps other people find it.